0: Hi, this is Lori and
1: this is Rachel.
0: Welcome to Tales, Tales from, from the Rockside. Rock
1: Rachel. Hi mom. What's up?
0: Not much. What's up with you?
1: Nothing. Drinking my coffee, even though it's a little late. Yeah. But hey, whatever. You ready to start this podcast? I am. I don't know what today's subject is. I know. Is. So no, no, no cheating. Looking? I'm no not cheating. looking.
0: Today's okay. Today's episode is all about Led Zeppelin.
1: Oh, we're doing Zeppelin. We're doing Zeppelin. Cool. Are you a fan? I do like Zeppelin. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do.
0: What's your memories of Zeppelin? Do you have any?
1: Um, freaks and geeks. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of freaks and geeks. Uh, cause we watched that a lot mm-hmm. when I was little and I think that was kind of my first like introduction to actually listening to, uh, Zeppelin. So, but I don't have any like, you know, any more if I, if me and Jordan hear it on the radio. Yeah. Then we get excited, but it's not like, uh, I don't listen to it all that yeah. often. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I do have some like distinct, my distinct memories are watching Creasy Geeks. Yeah. And them talking about Led Zeppelin, which is yeah. very cool. <laughs> How about you?
0: Well... Since I was alive I when they were an actual band.
1: <laughs> I'm aware of that. But I was a
0: kid. Right. So my sister had a bunch of Led Zeppelin albums. Which she, one? Uh, Jerry. Jerry. She had um, Led Zeppelin 2, Led Zeppelin 3. She had Houses of the Holy. She had Physical Graffiti. And, of course, she had the Untitled album.
1: I was going to say.
0: was required, you know. I think that every, If you were a teenager, in, teenager in the 70s, it, yeah. it was a law they passed that you had to have that. <laughs> And you had to have Carol King's tapestry. <laughs> you had to have that's the White so, album.
1: That's really cute. <laughs> that's really
0: cute. But I, one of the things I remember is, other than her just playing them, was uh, the physical Graffiti album. It it has like it. It looks like a tenement house and then the the oh, yeah. the windows are cut out. Yeah, I've seen and you the, could pull the thing and I just thought that was really cool. That's I a mean that really was cool like 8 idea. so I thought that was super cool. Well, yeah, that's like a cool way cool for yeah. that.
1: But that's a cool. I mean that yeah. still stands up as a really dope like album cover, album art. Yep.
0: And there's a, Excuse I me. put together, I think, a pretty good playlist. Yeah. Our playlists I, are all on Spotify for yeah. anybody that doesn't know.
1: I also didn't, I guess I could have known what the today's episode was if you I could had could have looked. if you taken the time
0: to listen to this. But
1: I didn't look yeah. at it because yeah. I was doing stuff.
0: So. It's, a, it's a good one. I liked it.
1: Yeah. yeah okay, cool. I, I do. Like I it. mean, I like Zeppelin, so I probably will pop it on next time I'm doing the dishes or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a.
0: And the source material for this episode comes from When Giants Walked the Earth, a biography of Led Zeppelin by Mick Wall and by McWall McWall and by uh a Rolling Stone article that was about the 40 greatest
1: oh, Zeppelin cool. songs. Cool cool.
0: All right, are you ready for me to get started? I am ready. Okay.
1: I'm very ready. In
0: 1966, Jimmy Page was frustrated. Same. Yeah. <laughs> he was a, he's a really good guitarist, excellent guitarist, and he had been doing a lot of session work. Mm-hmm. And um he had done work on songs for The Who and for The Kinks. He played rhythm guitar on The Who's I Can't Explain. Oh, okay. He played on Marion Faithful's As Tears Go By, on the Rolling Stones' Heart of Stone, on Petula Clark's Downtown. I didn't so realize
1: that he, like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was, like, doing big-name yeah. artist session work. He was yeah. very much in demand. Everybody knew what an excellent guitarist right. he it's was. Right, he's like a studio...
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, ...boy.
0: yeah. I'm yeah. sure
1: there's a better way to say that, but...
0: But you know he he wanted to have a band of his own. Oh, for I sure. I mean, most successful people have a little bit of issues with control, so I think that was,
1: <laughs> which it. is why we're not successful. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, think I hit myself real hard when I said <laughs> that, and I was like, ooh. So yeah, he wanted a band of his own, and he ended up joining the Yardbirds. Mm. Um, he was like a a dual lead guitar lineup with him and Jeff Beck. Okay, cool. Um, but then Jeff Beck decided to leave the Yardbirds to start the Jeff Beck Group, his own band. Yeah. And called the Beckers. Yes. And it's then, probably not called the Beckers. No, hmm, was the Jeff Beck Group.
1: I know, but that's dumb, and I want to rename them. Rename them.
0: Anyway. So then uh, the Yardbirds, as a band, started to just kind of wind down. The other members were like, they'd been touring constantly and were sick of it. Right. Like, we don't want to do this anymore. So, yeah. (laughs) So uh, Jimmy started looking around for other people to actually join a band. Um, He tried to get Keith Moon and John Entwistle away from The Who to start up this, like, super group. He's poaching. Yeah. And he was thinking about using Steve Winwood or Steve Marriott on vocals. Yeah. But it just never worked out, although the Jimmy, Jeff Beck, and Keith Moan did record a song together.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. And
0: when they recorded that song, they had the bassist by the name of John Paul Jones play with hey. them, too. Which is where he got to know him.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, the Yardbirds were committed to do some shows in Scandinavia. But the other members...
1: Sorry, it's a really random location. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was just a tour. you know? Okay, like yeah. they, they do that. They're just like, oh, we're going to do a tour of this region. Gotcha. we'll do a tour of this region.
1: No, that makes sense. For a second, I was thinking, like, they were in L.A. And they were like, you know what I want to do? <laughs>
0: no, no. I mean, they're an English band, so they weren't.
1: That would make sense why yeah. they weren't in L.A. God, my brain is off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: So they were committed to do these this, like, mini tour in Scandinavia. But, like I said, the rest of them were sick of touring. So they were, they said to Jimmy, if you want to put together a band and go out and use the name to fulfill these, go ahead. So. <laughs> they
1: were like, mm, just don't call us. Yeah. We don't want to do
0: Basically. That. <laughs> so um, he put together, he got the name of a young singer named Robert Plant.
1: Robert Plant.
0: And Robert Plant had, knew a drummer named John Bonzo Bonham.
1: Sweet. Was, is Bonzo.
0: Bonzo's his nickname.
1: Okay. I wasn't sure if it was. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, and he had this nickname from such a young age that nobody even remembers like how, how he happened. got that nickname. He was just I just wanted to Bonzo. know, like,
1: yeah, I just wanted to know, like, is it a nickname? Is it, a, like, a, a middle name? No, no. Okay.
0: It's just his name. Um, but but Robert Plant and John Bonham had been in a band called Band of Joy for mm-hmm. a while together, so that's how they knew each other. And then John Paul Jones had heard about this group that they were forming and he called and said, Hey, do you need a bassist? I'd like to be in it too. So that's how they brought him in. Excuse me. And um they were calling themselves the New Yardbirds. <laughs> it says the original. Yeah. Well they they had to fill these gigs right, no, for it was the Yard Birds. So but I think they wanted to like indicate we're not yeah, exactly yeah. the Yardbirds.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I just like that they were like <laughs> um bird yards no yeah. that doesn't sound right new yard birds yep, oh okay birds. that's the winner
0: <laughs> um they first played together for the first time in a room below a record store on gerard street in london jimmy suggested they attempt playing train kept a Rollin" because it was like one of those songs that everybody knows
1: yeah i mean a good practice warm-up warm yeah. song
0: yeah uh John Paul Jones re- recalled, as soon as I heard John Bonham play, I knew this was going to be great. We locked together as a team immediately.
1: Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, that's really yeah.
0: cute. So they played the Scandinavian tour. They called themselves the New Yardbirds. They played together for the first time in front of a live audience in Denmark on September 7th, 1968. And then later that month, they began recording their first album. And it's Wow, really, that's really fast. It's really interesting when you listen to this, how fast yeah. all of this came about. And granted, they... They all already had a presence in the music industry. It wasn't like they were all you know 16 year olds trying to put a band together but it did come together extremely fast yeah
1: that's really fast that probably should, i mean that speaks to how fast that they all like, clicked together yes. as a group of musicians Yes, yeah, absolutely so they were like all right we're ready to yeah. record okay, this is
0: working <laughs> let's do it that's that's pretty cool um the album was mixed was recorded and mixed in nine days and jimmy page covered the costs
1: wow yeah really cool yeah because they didn't
0: at that time they didn't have a record oh well, yeah
1: so. i like that he was just like I got this one, fam.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he was just like, I know we have something here. Let's, you know. That's great. <laughs> Saying that Jimmy was the only allowed to use the new Yardbirds name for the Scandinavian tour.
1: Oh. Uh, so,
0: oops. find another name. So, the story is that when Jimmy was first talking about forming the group with Jeff Beck, um, Keith Moon said, that would go down like a lead balloon. Hey. Meaning that it would be a disaster, obviously. Right. And then John Entwistle said, uh, no, it would be a lead zeppelin. Ding, ding, like it would be even a bigger disaster. Uh, yeah, a larger or, balloon. Yeah. And because uh, <laughs> Jimmy and Jeff Beck kind of had like right. this friendly rivalry kind right. of thing. You know?
1: They went, hmm, lead hot air balloon. Oh, that sounds Yeah,
0: good. yeah. <laughs> and then they ended up dropping the A in lead because they were afraid people would pronounce it as lead. lead yeah, lead zeppelin, zeppelin which is yeah. So they dropped the A and just also became it's a, lead zeppelin. It looks and, nicer. And it sounded cooler, yeah. And it, yeah.
1: Looks, it looks nicer on It, the, it does.
0: It, it has a better visual yes. name. And they also used the iconic photo of the Hindenburg for most of the right. early artwork,
1: which makes sense in different
0: ways. Yeah, it's on some album covers, yeah. and posters. And I've seen like some that.
1: posters with it, uh, like
0: yeah, and they would mess with the colour. Yeah, and that's stuff. what I was going to yeah. say. Like uh, drawn graphic. over, almost yeah, graphic, or, like, it almost, up.
1: almost graphic, almost almost it looks almost digital to what they did, but obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't because um, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, but it's very like bright, poppy, and yeah. you know, yeah, very cool.
0: Their manager, Peter Grant, secured a $143,000 advance contract from Atlantic Records in November of 1968. Mm-hmm. Uh, which hmm this time, was the biggest deal of its kind for a new band. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot a of money. Band.
1: But they are also people that... They trusted, too. Yeah. So that, like I said, I'm they sure all had experience yeah. in the
0: music industry. Um, also, under the terms of their contract, the band had autonomy in deciding when they would release albums and tour, and they had the final say over the contents and design of each album. It was a nice. good deal. Nice. That's a yeah. good deal. They also got to decide how to promote each release and which tracks to release as singles. Man. And they formed their own company called Super Hype to handle all the publishing rights. Yeah, they got
1: good. That's a that's it was a, a good, good deal. deal. It was a good deal. Yeah. They yeah. got to mix their own signal, yeah. signals and Sing Singles. Thank you. My tongue just <laughs> gave up. I don't know what's wrong with me today. But yeah, that's really that's a really good contract.
0: Yeah, I I'm sure that because they all had some some especially Jimmy had right. experience. He's experience. Heard all the horror stories of, you know, yeah, well I'm at the slave to this record company. Right. And he was like, We're not fucking with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Which He's is like, nope, we'll do oh, we'll good do what job, we dude. want. Their debut album, Led Zeppelin, was released in January 1969 and it peaked at number 10 on the US Billboard charts and number six in Britain. Wow. Uh, Their sound is kind of what they said it was a mix of Jimmy's guitar riffs, the blues, psychedelia sound, English folk music, and John Bonham's very aggressive drumming. Yes. Bonham had learned to hit the drums extremely hard because when he first started out, like miking drums wasn't a thing. Oh. So you'd play in a club with a band and all yeah. everybody's got electric instruments except for the drummer. So he had to like and he and he was like em. he was like, "Damn it, they're going to hear my drumming." So he, That's a- he,
1: great. He hit
0: super super hard.
1: Listen, he figured out a solution. Good job. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So their sound was called a significant turning point in the evolution of hard rock and heavy metal. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, on this playlist from the first album, we have "Good Times Bad Times," mm-hmm. "Dazed and Confused," and "Communication Breakdown."
1: Dazed and confused is a good. It's a good song. It's a good
0: song. Yeah, I and mean it's they're all good really songs. Got, a, got that kind of psychedelic. Yeah, to I like it.
1: that. Like very. Uh, very trippy. Very trippy. Very. Uh, flowy is not the yeah. word I want, but you know.
0: You also like it because they used it for yes. The, the movie Days. I did like it
1: because they used different than movie Days to Confuse. That yeah. also helps. That's yeah. another. Uh, that's another uh, time when you heard Zep. Time when I've heard Zep. But I was already. I already knew who they were at that point, or like had listened to them. Yeah. More. Yeah. All right.
0: Sorry. Okay. <laughs> now, back to the story. In that first year, they did four U.S. and four U.K. concert tours. Damn. I know it's insane. And they released their second album, Led Zeppelin 2
1: I'm sorry. When did they sleep? yeah Eat.
0: yeah it's like they they the band took off and they just were non-stop
1: they were just ready to go
0: yeah led zeppelin 2 was an even greater commercial success than their first album and it reached number one chart position in the u.s and the uk yeah the album further developed the mostly blues rock style creating a sound that was heavy and hard brutal and direct oh yeah that was a quote from somebody
1: i like that it's a cool quote
0: paper moving <laughs>
1: hey <laughs> and there goes the paper <laughs> uh
0: from this album the playlist gets a whole lot of love
1: Whole lot of love which
0: is it's like the quintessential led zeppelin they song they always
1: play that on the radio it's always on the freaking radio yeah, yeah yeah
0: um generally speaking in these early years their music was written the music part was written by jimmy and the lyrics by robert oh okay um, but they were both heavy quote unquote borrowers in their source material and arrangements, <laughs> and they weren't real good about acknowledging it. Oops. yeah, not good. They did that quite often. They would sometimes if they did the uh, like a like a folk song, they, would say well it's credited as it's traditional right but they'd say arranged by jimmy page but actually he had stolen the arrangement right. from somebody else and you're so like, yeah this not was not really their but this was something they did yeah. quite a bit unfortunately Great. Oops. um <laughs> come on guys so uh robert Plant admitted to taking the lyrics from whole lot of love from a song called you need love by willie Dixon.
1: Yeah, I think I've heard like a
0: yeah.
1: There's all those YouTube videos of like people who stole yeah. songs. I'm sure that and I've,
0: Willie Dixon know. then later on sued them and
1: won. And I mean,
0: got put on as a songwriter and got royalties. Should He should have absolutely that. yeah for
1: sure absolutely. I fully am. I'm fully with him.
0: Yeah, and we also have "Ramble On," which is the first time Robert had used a lot of his uh mystic inspiration. Yeah. his Tolkien. Because yeah. he was well, very, very into J.R.R. Tolkien. He's
1: a, a huge nerd.
0: Yep. And which also- I
1: love. I'm not, like, <laughs> judging at all. Because I'm also super into uh, J.R. Tolkien. Yep. So it's all good. <laughs> yep.
0: And we also have the song What Is and What Should Never Be, which is allegedly about an affair that Robert uh, had with his wife's younger sister. Yee. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what the song is allegedly about.
1: Uh, I mean, it could be totally bullshit yeah know. but i think it's
0: probably true <laughs> it's probably true though <laughs> this is this is led zeppelin yeah that's true
1: how do you, you know ages of that no all? I, no i don't Great. but i
0: mean like robert would have been they all would have been in their like mid-20s at this point
1: let's just hope she was 18 yeah, yeah hopes yeah. hopes probably it's not still not good though but i'm just it's saying it's your
0: wife's younger sister ew
1: i can't even imagine gross you don't have a younger sister but i can't imagine like, you are the say so you are the younger sister. Can you imagine like one of your sister's boyfriends hitting on you?
0: Oh yeah. That's Can gross. you imagine like Jordan and Emily having anything other than a brother and sister kind of no. interaction? And
1: in fact, I think I would be shocked. Yeah. I would because
0: both of them are grown ups. Yeah. And they're like <laughs> they're <"Yeah."> grown
1: ups. <laughs> well, they're grown ups,
0: and you don't look at your your relatives, yeah. significant others as like a piece dating of dating material.
1: Yeah because they're not yeah that's off limits my dude exactly yike
0: That's creepy
1: that's anyway. one big yike <laughs>
0: uh the band didn't really like releasing singles and they didn't like tv appearances because they wanted their albums to be like whole entities mm-hmm. and they also preferred their fans to see them live they didn't like the tv appearance that's wanted, cool you know to experience the live. it So we just it's still a little bit of a control thing, though. Yeah,
1: it is definitely a control thing. However, I appreciate the idea of being like, no, this is a full piece. Like, the album yeah. is a full piece. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Because yeah. there have been, you know, among other trends and things like that, you can tell when one is, like, the single when you're listening to a full yeah. album. Yeah. Uh, so it is kind of cool that they decided to, like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. The TV thing... I mean, yeah, that's a little controlly. A little bit. Like, you know. A little bit. Just, it's okay. TV appearances are kind of fun.
0: Um, so they continued to tour. Initially, they were playing in clubs and ballrooms. But then, because they got so popular so fast, they started moving to the bigger auditoriums and uh it was during this period of intensive concert touring that they started getting a reputation for offstage antics Yep. yeah well i think we'll talk about that a little further in here
1: yeah well um in
0: 1970 jimmy page and robert plant went to and i'm going to mispronounce this Bron-er-ar? Bron-er-ar? it's a it's welsh welsh oh. is a, a, a horrible to try to pronounce
1: if you're not welsh <laughs> I mean, yes
0: unless you speak the language yeah but it was a remote cottage in wales to start working on led zeppelin three right um because they were at this very picturesque area the album had a more acoustic style and it was more right. influenced by fel- folk and celtic music yeah
1: i mean they're basically in like a like Hobbiton.
0: basically yeah basically
1: they're like in a cute little cabin yeah and, like hidden, which um, is very fun.
0: The initial critical reactions were kind of mixed and this kind of started the band to really they hated the music press. They started yeah. they you know, obviously they didn't take criticism well, number one. <laughs> <laughs> and and started getting this real antagonistic relationship yeah. um with the critics. I the,
1: mean Yeah, take criticism sometimes though. Yes. You yeah. know yes.
0: The album did go to number one in the UK and US, and so
1: maybe the critics were a little wrong.
0: (laughs) It opens with with the amazing immigrant song. Yeah, I love the immigrant song. It's really cool. This is it's one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Yeah, it's really really love, love love that song. It was inspired by a concert they did in Iceland. During a month where the sun never sets.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And
0: Plant started fantasizing about Vikings and wrote the song as the voice of a Norse chieftain inva- yeah. leading a sea invasion. Because he's a fucking nerd, die. which I love. Yes, yeah. he is. But it does have that real, Oh like, yeah,
1: we're we're it's, riding our horses across the tundra like, yeah, coming to it's, conquer. It's like, a, it's like the speech <laughs> in Braveheart, kind of. Yes. You know, it's got yes. that very, like i gotta fight something now. yeah yeah <laughs> and then you're like i'm sitting in my room drawing. yeah and he starts out with to... that like warrior
0: whale yeah and everything. oh yeah, yeah for sure it's pretty amazing it's
1: pretty cool it's very cool
0: uh the band's image started to change as they started dressing a bit more flamboyantly and they started having lasers and light shows yeah. in their in their act because they started going to bigger and bigger arenas too i mean so. yeah
1: you know if you're if you're hyping your music up to that like you know uh fantastical you gotta you gotta hype your performance up a little bit too yeah yeah start playing D D on stage just kidding.
0: well. also if you're in a bigger arena and you walk on stage in just like jeans and a flannel shirt you kind of look like a roadie right but if you come out and you're in like some like like uh rob or not robert jimmy page had this uh like blue suit that had like silver stars and moons oh yeah all over that's pretty cool and glittery and right yeah so it's more eye-catching
1: well yeah I mean if you're coming out in like full I'm I'm picturing like spinal tap spinal yeah pant. yeah when they do like the uh they have those very tight pants on mm-hmm. that's what I'm imagining
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of tight I'm pants I'm sure there was a lot of tight
1: pants that's There's why I'm thinking pants. of that.
0: And they saved money on Robert Plant's shirt budget because he generally just didn't
1: want to wear one. Didn't
0: didn't wear one or wear it just totally open. Yeah, yeah.
1: like I said, I'm thinking of just pure spile tap at this yeah. point.
0: Yeah, and I think their hair started getting bigger and bigger. Believe it or not, spile tap. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of exactly. is a spile
1: tap. <laughs> Did their uh, drummer explode later? Or <laughs> um,
0: we'll get to that. Uh, they began traveling traveling in a private jet airliner. They would rent out entire sections of hotels and and. <laughs> uh
1: i sorry the idea of that amuses me
0: yeah and then there's just more and more stories coming out of all the partying and yeah, debauchery
1: shenanigans um
0: one involved john bonham riding a motorcycle through the floor of the la hyatt house they would rent like an entire floor of this <laughs> of the, the hyatt house there? that i don't know okay. probably probably uh, elevator yeah i
1: guess just elevator i mean um, i'm just i'm picturing like a huge motorcycle yeah. i guess it's probably not
0: they 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 partied so hard with the when they were at the Hyatt House that they used to call it the Riot House.
1: Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Actually,
0: um, another one involved the destruction of a room at the Tokyo Hilton, leading to the group being banned for life.
1: That makes sense. Yeah
0: um one of the grosser stories oh yay
1: i love when we get into the gross the gross bullshit
0: <laughs> this involved a groupie being tied down and violated with a mud shark
1: oh that's taking another level hold yeah. on yeah i was hoping for fun snorted ants not no. violated groupie
0: yeah with a mud shark
1: right yeah
0: with like a dead fish yeah 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 what's
1: Can you think of anything grosser than that? No, me neither.
0: But this is also a story. It's also been attributed to like their road manager said they did it, and then other stories have said, "Oh no, it was the road manager that did it," and then other people said it was the band Vanilla Fudge who was staying at the. (laughs) Yeah, they were staying at the the same (laughs) hotel. So it's like, you know, who knows? It's just one of those gross stories. Well, what's creepy about
1: that is that none of them are like that didn't happen. They're all like. They didn't do that. It's
0: like, so exactly. that happened. Exactly. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I do believe it happened. Ugh.
1: How many showers? Like yeah. 500? 500 showers sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Ma- Jimmy also had a two-year, uh, I'm going to say quote-unquote affair with Lori Maddox. Okay. When she was, a he was about 27 and she was 14.
1: That's not an affair.
0: Yeah. That's, that's why something say else. why I quote-unquote.
1: Yeah. That's.
0: She was um, known as the baby groupie.
1: Yeah, because she was 14. Because she
0: was 14. Right. And she's hanging out with all these older groupies and they're getting in to see. She's, and she's.
1: I, when you say you older know, groupies, you probably mean 16 year olds, which is
0: also probably children. Probably. I mean, and she was, uh, you know, she had. A, supposedly, she had an encounter with uh, David Bowie and some. There was a, a couple other people that were. You know what very I did famous. at 14? <laughs>
1: played rock band (laughs) yeah i know that's horrifying i mean
0: there's just there's so much wrong with it there's know. and the culture was so strange then too because i mean as a person that grew up in that time frame i know it was just like you know uh, oh look at how those crazy rock stars are not like not like why isn't somebody taking that child out of this situation
1: yeah 14 yeah Yep. No wonder what she's called, baby group. She's 14. Yeah. That's like you were not even a teenager two years ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That's so scary. It's, it, gross. I hate that. You would be starting <laughs> high school at 14. Yeah. That's when you're a freshman in yep. high school. High school. Yep. Not like college. Nope. That's so creepy. Yep. I hate that. Yep. Cool, great, awesome.
0: Yeah, 14 is potentially hasn't even um, had your first period.
1: Oh, yeah. I knew plenty of girls at 14 that didn't have yeah. their first period. Yeah, Plenty. Yeah. It's 14, gross. like, you probably, if you're a, a not even a slow developer, but if you develop, like, kind of a normal human being, you're probably not wearing that crazy of a bra. You're probably wearing, yeah. like, a training bra. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming some 14-year-olds know what I'm talking about, or some people who were 14 yes do we have 14 year olds listen to us i don't know if you should don't
0: listen don't to us <laughs> who knows anyway um led zeppelin released their fourth album in november 1971 and they decided to release
1: it <laughs> it was called 14 year olds
0: <laughs> no they decided to release it anonymously because they felt the critics were unfair to them so they thought if we put out an album with no name on it whatsoever they'll have to judge it solely on the music and not because of preconceived notions you know who Zeppelin that when i put out my
1: album anonymously nobody even looked at it it's just on soundcloud i'm just kidding i don't have an album at all you're nuts
0: so anyway so on the album there's no band there's no album name there's just four symbols appearing on the record label i know you've seen this before yeah and but most people call it led zeppelin four or they sometimes call it zoso because that's kind of what jimmy page's it, yeah. symbol looks like it is although he says it's just it's not words it's not letters and a lot of people also call it runes the yeah. Runes Yeah, runes
1: is what i've heard yeah i think they should have called it squiggles <laughs> squiggles isn't that cute yeah. i'm trying to cheer the mood up a little bit
0: yeah this was their top grossing album well we're, we've gone past the groupie thing so
1: squiggles uh
0: this was their top grossing album with 37 million copies sold and it's one of the best-selling albums in history but after the album was released it was back on the road again
1: god they are fucking nuts i know
0: i know take a break it is crazy
1: go to sleep
0: um the, my playlist for our spotify playlist contains several tracks from this album that makes of sense of course Including Going to California, which was rumored to be written about Joni, Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Don't know for sure. Misty Mountain Hop, going back to Tolkien
1: again. Tolkien! I was going to say Misty Mountain.
0: Yeah. Rock and Roll, When the Libby Breaks, The Beautiful Battle of Evermore with Sandy Denny of Fairport Convention doing the counterpoint vocal. Mm-hmm. Black Dog, and of course, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to
1: Heaven. <laughs> well, I was in high school band, and we they played... Stairway to Heaven. Wow. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, I do. I think, did I, did I have a, I might have a soldier in that one. I don't remember. I was in Color Guard. Yeah. Uh, so I actually wasn't in the band. I was yeah. in the Color Guard. Because I realized that I, I made it sound like I, did, yes. I didn't do that. But we did have someone come out with electric guitar and do. I do
0: remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I do.
1: Uh, You can find it on YouTube if oh, anyone boy. wants to creep. But it was pretty, it was pretty fun. I mean, we got to listen to Stairway to Heaven a yeah. lot. Mind it's, you, it was the marching band version. <laughs>
0: Stairway to Heaven is the most requested song in rock radio. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You hear it all the fucking yeah. time.
0: And it's basically, it's a rite of passage for anybody learning how to play guitar to learn how to pick out the beginning of it. Yeah. For sure. Like I it, said. <laughs> like, there was not, there was a time when anytime you walked into a guitar shop, there's somebody that would be like, let me try that guitar. Let me try. And they pull it down and you're like, oh, you're not going to do Stairway to Heaven, are you? like. And
1: you're yeah. like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Now it's, again. <laughs> I think it's smoke on the water now. People still do smoke. Yeah, on the smoke water on the water. Well,
0: smoke on the water is like the that's the, like the first one. That's you the learn. first you learn when you're first learning chords, right? But when you're first learning how to like pick like, out pick a tune, it's stairway. stairway to heaven. So weird. Uh, their next album, Houses of the Holy, was released in March 1973. The album cover, designed by the London-based design group. H- h- hypnosis 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 Hyp- is it with a k it's with h-i-p-g-n-o-s-i-s
1: i think it's hip- i think it's hib hip- oh god i don't know who knows anyway they know i'm assuming yes
0: <laughs> it has nude children climbing up the giant causeways in northern ireland
1: it's a cool
0: it's a cool it's a cool image. photo a little problematic yeah obviously you know i mean it wouldn't be made today no. for sure
1: no, but it is very cool looking. Yeah,
0: yeah. Apparently, it was two kids, and then they just took several pictures, yeah. and you know, laid them all together. Yeah, and,
1: you know, exactly. Like I said, manipulated
0: the colors and stuff. It is
1: a fucking cool. Yeah. Album art, very interesting. Not something uh, that you could do anymore. Yeah, no, but it is really sure. cool looking. So. Uh,
0: Rolling Stone magazine puts it at number six on their list of greatest album covers. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: yeah. it is a fucking cool album cover.
0: A huge tour followed the release. No surprise. Shocking. Um, and they were starting to break attendance records at all their shows. Too. Jesus Christ. They, yeah, they just got bigger and bigger. Um, one of the <laughs> songs on the playlist from this album is Jermaker.
1: Jermaker.
0: It's it's written D Okay. M A K Apostry E R. Most people look at it and they say Dyer maker.
1: Uh-huh. But it's
0: not. It's this phonetic cockney riff on Jamaica. Jermaker wow dear maker
1: that is a long (laughs) wow but it's their like reggae
0: reggae influence song i
1: love this song it's a great song i get it i'm just saying guys how long do you think they spent on that stupid fucking joke
0: i don't know i don't know i mean they probably were just like this is just a thing i guess so And, and then everybody started calling it dire maker and they're like
1: the fuck yeah that's so weird how could you not know
0: that that's somebody saying jamaica yeah
1: how could you not know this weird british slang (laughs) like because you're some of your audience is in america and we don't know what the fuck you're saying that's right uh in
0: 1974 they took a break from touring and they launched their own record label they took a break from touring i know yeah it was probably about a month
1: oh yeah Um, (laughs) they took a break it was mm, like one and a half days
0: (laughs) they uh they made their own started their own record label called swan song Mm -hmm. and the uh logo was a picture of the god apollo yeah i'm I'm sure you've seen it before Uh, they signed bad company the pretty things and maggie bell
1: i didn't know that yeah i didn't realize that bad company was on that label yeah i guess i just never thought about it anyway continue
0: their double album physical graffiti was the first release on the swan song label in 1975 was their first release yeah um. Then another giant U.S. and U.K. tour. <laughs>
1: God, do they just not like being in one place? They all seem like they're people who are just like must leave wherever I'm at all the I, time. I just think it
0: was like there was there was this thing in those days that that was just what you did. You you released an album and to get the album to sell, you had to go on these massive tours,
1: which is funny
0: and the thing is is these albums were selling like crazy right. anyway so they probably really didn't need to do yeah. these i mean not to say that you shouldn't ever tour but they weren't doing like like nowadays bands craft a tour they go i'm gonna go through you know america and i'm gonna go through europe and it's gonna be this like specifically crafted. Right. Things. These were these were more like you know we're gonna do six dates over here and then we're gonna do three dates over here and then Jesus. It was, it was just like constant. Right. You know it was it was That's less crazy. of these giant crafted thought out. That's crazy. Shows. It's also
1: interesting that like they were doing tours to sell the album, whereas I would almost argue that it's the opposite now. Where yeah. you do an album to sell tickets to your tour, <laughs> I
0: I think that's true too. But then the other thing is, is that in those days you're you're profiting more on your albums than you were on your tours. Oh yeah, and that's not the case, that's not anymore. The case anymore. Now anymore. Now you now you're profiting more on your live shows. Well
1: yeah, the last live show I went and saw was like hundred bucks. I don't
0: know, yeah yeah. not
1: only for bucks.
0: Yeah yeah. So it, that that whole thinking is changed. And then of course people don't because of things like Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> There's not the album sales aren't as uh big as they were that's true you know more more people are listening to digital digital download or streaming yes Uh, streaming is is the the way of the Mm -hmm. future
1: sorry lars whatever your face is Ulrich. Ulrich,
0: yeah he's not happy about it
1: i don't know if he's not happy about it but he wasn't happy when it started
0: no he wasn't not when it started he might be chill about it now yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um um from on our playlist from Physical Graffiti, we have the song Cashmere.
1: Cashmere, yep. Which
0: Robert Plant called the definitive Zeppelin song.
1: Oh, I didn't know that he was considering it that uh, uh, definitive. There was another word I was looking for, but whatever. I didn't yeah. realize he found it that, like...
0: To be the, the one, that big, yeah. That's what yeah. he thinks. Yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah, I think Whole Lot of Love is. I think it's a argue the Zeppelin song. Yeah,
1: I would argue a Whole lot of Love. Yeah. Or even Stairway to Heaven. Just because it's so ingrained into...
0: But it doesn't... Like, if you said oh I love this band Led Zeppelin and somebody said well what do they sound like and you played them Stairway to Heaven oh, they yeah. would get a vastly they different totally, idea yeah. of what the band sounds like for sure
1: I'm just saying If also if you're talking to somebody and they're like oh what do they sound like and you're like did you just wake up from a coma <laughs> because I feel like that's the only way that, that would it'd be well, yeah. oh you don't know the band Led Zeppelin <laughs> what year did you wake I mean, up from your might, coma there might be some you never know oh god <laughs> what's scary is that they might actually be closer to my age oh yeah for sure that's horrifying for sure
0: i'm sure there you can find people at you know go to the let's go over to the high school and start uh, asking
1: i'm not gonna teenagers. go over to the high school <laughs> <laughs> there's your first problem i'm not doing that you can go Let me over ask to- you a
0: question have you ever heard of led zeppelin <laughs>
1: I'm sure that if you pick the right teenager, like the stoner teenagers, which is what I was, yeah, uh, they're gonna be like, "Yes, now fuck off."
0: <laughs> but I'm sure that there is a handful out there that are. I'm just, just like, saying the stoner no, ones probably really. the they are. Yeah,
1: but if you it's, and it might
0: be something too where you say, "Do you know who Led Zeppelin is?" and they're like, "No," and then you say, "Have you heard
1: blah blah blah?" and they're like, "They're grandpa. like my grandpa listens to that <laughs> probably because my mom is 20 or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry for any young parents out there, I probably... <laughs> yeah, don't, mm, don't I'm digging shame. myself into a hole. You are.
0: <laughs> okay, so the band started to have a real downturn at this time.
1: Probably because they're like, exhausted. Bad shit happened,
0: yeah. In August of 1975, Robert Plant and his wife Maureen were involved in a pretty serious car accident while on holiday in Greece. Who
1: was the, who was driving?
0: I don't have that information. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, he, dude, if you're yeah. fucking
1: tired, maybe don't drive in Greece. Yeah,
0: he... he
1: got his foot messed up i think Ooh, that sucks. yeah
0: um jimmy Pl- jimmy page had begun using heroin during recording sessions also for their next album presence yeah not good yeah and anytime you
1: say started using the next word is not it's good Not
0: good um because of robert's accident they didn't tour in 1976
1: i'm sure it was killing him yeah
0: but they finished their concert film the song remains the same yep and this movie is a bit of a mess. I've never seen it. Um, I've seen most of it. Yeah. Because um, it, it was one of those midnight movie things. Well, yeah. That I was mean, a thing when I was a teen to go see these rock concert movies.
1: Which really is not a thing that much. No, anymore. no. But they would
0: show them in the movie theaters at like midnight. Right. And you'd sneak some beer in. and
1: Right. Or weed this. or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it had been filmed at madison square garden and it also had some other supplemental live footage but then they also intercut it with these fantasy sequences that the band members did oh weird yeah and it's it's just kind of a mess is it like
1: cheesy fantasy or is it like i
0: believe they are yeah Yeah, it's been a billion years since i've seen it but i'm just just curious it's it's kind of like just disjointed and doesn't make any sense and but the but it is like Good in the sense, if you watch the live footage, is like it's a snapshot of the band at their absolute peak. That's cool. So it it does have value to watch for I'm, that. If I'm I'm sure that
1: somebody has done a supercut of it. Probably, probably. I'm sure someone has because that's common. In
0: 1977, they embarked on another major concert tour of Jesus. North America, which was.
1: I'm tired thinking about all these tours.
0: It was very successful, but it had a bunch of offstage problems. About a thousand fans tried to gate crash Cincinnati Riverfront Coliseum. Oh yeah. There was a concert in Tampa Stadium that was cut short because of a severe thunderstorm and a riot broke out. Yep. And after a July show at the Day on the Green Festival in Oakland, California, Bonzo Bonham and members of the band staff were arrested after a member of promoter Bill Graham's staff was badly beaten during the band's <laughs> performance. God only knows.
1: What? And then
0: and then this is the worst. Two, yeah. two days later, Robert Plant received news that his five year old son Carak had died from a stomach stomach virus. Yeah, I'd heard that before. And the rest of the tour was immediately cancelled. There was a lot of rumors at this time that all this bad luck was a result of Jimmy Page's dabbling in Satanism. There was uh, I mean, this is we're talking about we're I not quite just, into satanic panic I know, yet. We're, we're getting, getting there, there. We're getting there. We're building up towards it. I know. But there was all this, you know, ooh, there, you know this bad shit's happening because they're they worship the devil you know which isn't what satanism is
1: anyways yeah it's not what satanism is one two uh, a lot of people have dabbled in satanism Yeah, and they didn't have a horrific accident in their family yeah
0: this is what I wrote too Uh, it's a typical attitude of the 70s don't worry about the 14 year old girl right but get all worked up because Jimmy Page bought Aleister Crowley's house and he read some occult books (laughs)
1: No, that fourteen-year-old's fine. Exactly. We're only so con- we're only yeah we're only concerned that he might not believe in God. Yeah. It's like I'm concerned about other things. <laughs> i so messed up. Oh, my God. You know, sometimes I'm really happy to be a, a 20-something-year-old in
0: 2019. I mean, the 20s were, or the 70s were an interesting time to live through. I'm
1: sure that they were. I'm sure that they were. Because I feel like sometimes you just, you say something and I'm like, that's not real. Yeah, yeah. I hate that.
0: It was, it was crazy. It was really this weird time that, like... um, Everything culturally was all about, like, 20 to 30-year-olds. Yeah. And it was, you know, obviously all the sexual revolution and stuff like that. So the fact that children were still being born and raised, (laughs) nobody really kind of gave a shit. You know? It's crazy. I mean, other than like Fred Rogers and the people at Sesame Street. Nobody was really looking out for the kids.
1: Yeah. And Fred Rogers (laughs) and the people at Sesame Street really killed it. So good job guys.
0: They did. did. It's because they They, were the only people going They got us through.
1: (laughs) Fourteen Exactly. (laughs) I imagine that the poor Mr. Rogers was like, (laughs) Fourteen What? (laughs) You should be at home. (laughs) Do I have homework? Yeah, fuck the seventies. <laughs> I didn't live through, and I'm gonna say fuck the seventies, dude. But you know,
0: there was some amazing music. <laughs> Great, some, some amazing movie.
1: All oh, right, boy.
0: <laughs> In November 1978, they recorded "In Through the Outdoor," which drew mixed. Re- reactions from critics but it still went to number one in the UK and in the US in, in, in its the... second week of release <laughs> wow
1: in through the outdoor is it a anal sex
0: no I don't believe so okay. but I, I never heard why they came out I
1: with just wanted to know That's...
0: I mean it's like exact exit through the gift shop I guess
1: yeah but that makes more sense to me
0: I mean you they they were probably like walking into the studio and there was a door that said out oh. and they, they opened up sort of walking in and somebody else said oh okay,
1: Little, little it it could be. It could be, could be a, a mix.
0: Um, it went to, like I said, I wanted to do that. So they did some <laughs> touring at this time. In 1980, they'd started to do a low-key stage and was rushed to the hospital. Jesus. Speculation in the press suggested that his collapse was the result of excessive alcohol and drug use, but the band claimed... Satanism! <laughs> Wait a minute. But the band claimed that he had simply...
1: Yeah. Puke you, maybe. Yeah, I've puked. Collapse.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't collapse isn't
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what But Bonzo was a raging alcoholic. Oh well he was very, very much When alcoholic. you're
1: collapsing at shows, that usually means that something is wrong. Other than like Yes. Oh shit, you're diabetic. Yes. You know? Yeah. More like oh shit. Yeah.
0: The band was going to start a North American tour in October of 1980, and me and my friends were talking about getting tickets. Really? We, yes, we were. Wow. We I was 15, you know. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
1: <laughs> were you talking about getting tickets with like, was it people you talked to now? Like Mark? Oh, no. No, okay. No, no, I wasn't no, no, sure. No. I knew you knew Mark when you were younger, though. No, 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 okay. no,
0: no, no. no. no it was it was like uh, a genie
1: okay. and some other
0: people. Um,
1: Shout out to these people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> On September 24th, Bonzo was picked up to go to rehearsals for their rehearsing right. for the tour. He asked his driver to stop for breakfast. Me? And at breakfast, he had uh, four quadruple vodkas and a ham roll wow yeah
1: that's not breakfast and
0: so he downs his four quadruple vodkas and he takes one bite of the hand roll and says okay that was breakfast and he says let's go and they get to dude. the studio yeah they get to the studio he continued to drink constantly the whole day dude yeah. the band rehearsed late into the evening and then they were staying at jimmy page's house in windsor okay after midnight bonzo was taken to bed and placed on his side
1: Oh, because no. he was like fall like,
0: like they're rehearsing, but he's starting to fall asleep. Yeah, and they're like, okay, put Bonzo to bed. So they put him on his side.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the next day at one forty five, tour manager Benji Lefevre, Lefebvre, Lefebvre, Lefebvre? Le- I don't Lefebvre? know, cool name, and John Paul Jones found Bonzo dead.
1: Yeah, well, yeah.
0: the cause of death was asphyxiation from vomit. The finding was accidental death. Oh. No. And autopsy found no other recreational drugs in Bottom Spot. Oh, so he was, so it was, just, was alcohol. just alcohol. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, I think he dabbled in other drugs. I mean they all did. Well obviously. yeah. But he didn't but get like that Yeah. Rubber plant was never known to be as hard of a partier as right. as uh Jimmy Page and, and uh Bonzo. Yeah. But Bonzo was well known for just drinking like right. crazy. Yeah, him and Keith Moon. Yikes. Know, yeah, well yeah. And
1: they they both uh didn't live very long yeah so yeah
0: the planned north american tour was canceled and the remaining members decided to disband uh a december 4th 1980 press statement said that we wish it to be known that the loss of our dear friend and the deep sense of undivided harmony felt by ourselves and our manager have led us to decide that we could not continue as we were and the statement was signed simply led zeppelin
1: that makes sense Mm -hmm. for sure i remember the episode of freaks and geeks when uh
0: Oh yeah. yeah, he's still, he's constantly talking about it, like.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. like, John Bottom died. Yeah. <laughs> and then no Lindsay's, Lindsay's like, that happened like two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Which is beautiful
0: in a couple of it's ways. It's beautiful in a couple of ways. Yeah. It's really great. The, the fact that, you know, as a teenager, she thinks, you should be over it. It was two months ago. I know.
1: <laughs> and I love that the, the teenage thought of, too, like, I can't believe he died. Yeah. It's really sweet. And, like, yeah. you know, I feel like everybody had kind of a. A celebrity that passed when they were a team. Like, they're like oh my god you know oh, yeah
0: i mean you know what mine I is. i know what yours I, is i still you know it's obviously john lennon yeah it still affects me
1: you know what mine is mine is michael jackson yeah ever it doesn't affect me as much anymore yeah
0: <laughs> in light of other yeah <laughs> <recommendations>.
1: <laughs> i was upset that, uh, for a, like a week or two and yeah. then you know i kind of i did kind of get over it yeah but, yeah you know i really don't care anymore yeah
0: yeah <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> Um, since Bonzo's death, they've they have had a handful of appearances at different like charity events yeah. and stuff like that. Most notably, they played a short set at Live Aid, yeah, with Tony Thompson and Phil Collins on drums. Not a fan <laughs> of Phil Collins. I know that was a giant eye roll.
1: It was a huge eye roll, and you could also hear the
0: well you know phil what collins. well you know what it's because of what he did you know what phil collins did at live aid nobody did
1: at live aid.
0: he played in london and then he got on the supersonic jet or whatever it was and the concord and then flew and yeah. played in philadelphia because he's just that much of a douchebag
1: i can't <laughs> wait until we get into phil collins genesis bullshit <laughs> i cannot wait yes. for those episodes and
0: tell me i love peter gabriel yeah phil collins
1: okay i think it's just i think it's just catching yeah. up.
0: Anyway, um,
1: I cannot wait for the Pierre Gay Royal Genesis Phil Collins because it's gonna be show. it's gonna be us screaming about Phil It'll Collins a for show. a while.
0: Anyway, which is gonna be so fun. Uh, they reunited again on May fourteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, for an Atlantic Records fortieth anniversary concert with Bonzo's son Jason on drums. Aww. yeah but both of these appearances people were th- were kind of disappointing because they just didn't rehearse enough and they were they were it was kind of a rough set well i know for one of them i think it was the live aid robert's voice had given out and so he really isn't singing very well and you know and the other know, thing is is that like like he can still sing pretty good but he doesn't sing in that style he doesn't no. do the scream you know i the, mean aging yes and that's like I said that's what in, i say it's it's much harder for him to get those kind of notes it it's also
1: everybody was smoking
0: yeah secrets oh like, for sure this
1: is the 70s and the
0: 80s for sure um in 1995 led zeppelin was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame by Steven tyler and joe perry of aerosmith yep jason and zoe bonham also attended representing their late father and Aww. they played a brief brief set with tyler and perry uh with jason bonham playing on drums
1: that's cool that jason bonham like, learned drumming, yeah, and, you yeah. know, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, there's been a handful of one-offs like this, charity shows, usually. Right. And they usually have Jason Bottom playing drums. That's cool. And there were, there's been, over the years, different times when there's been rumors of a reunion using Jason Bottom is, right. in place of his dad. But usually it's like, you know, like, there was a one point where, um uh, Jimmy page and John Paul Jones and Jason were like on board to do this reunion. But Mm -hmm. Robert plant had been working with Alison Krauss and he was like, yeah, I'd love to do it too. I just can't do it right now. And they were like, well then fuck it. You know, (laughs) that kind of shit, which makes
1: it sound like they didn't want to do it in the first place. You know, or or it's just
0: that, you know, by this time, everybody's pretty wealthy and pretty, you know, they can kind of do what they want. That's possible. Yeah. They're not hungry anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: Led Zeppelin, um, t- to the end of their story, they r- really influenced hard rock and heavy yep. metal bands, such as Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, Rush, Queen, Aerosmith, Black Crows, Megadeth, as well as more progressive metal bands like Tool and Dream Theater. Yep. They had some influence on some early punk and post-punk bands like Joy Division and Cult and The Cult. I like
1: Joy Division.
0: They were an important influence on the some Alternative rock bands mm-hmm. who had elements of that Zeppelin sound, including the Smashing Pumpkins, Duh. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Soundgarden. Billy was very, very He's, much yeah. into that. I mean, That's if you I see, thought. you can find really early footage of Billy as a teenager, like, trying to learn how to shred on his guitar. It's very cute. cute. Uh, they're also credited with the move towards AOR radio. Do you know what AOR means? Not at all album oriented radio Oh, okay instead of just like we play the top hits right it's more like we'll play any track off the album oh
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Right. gotcha gotcha that's cool
0: um and also the trend towards the big arena rock shows right so
1: so that's it that's very cool very cool
0: have, i'm sure they
1: also had some influence on the uh fantasy rock and roll which has come back around as well
0: yeah for sure for sure i mean they they were probably the one of the first that really brought in more of those right. folk leanings and, yeah 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 and stuff like for that. sure yeah
1: stonehenge
0: and the celtic yeah <laughs> an influence on stonehenge
1: yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole time, I've just been like, God, I, wa- I haven't watched Spinal Tap in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely some Spinal
1: in Oh my God, there's totally <laughs>
0: elements. Totally. I've in, in, uh, got some. I've got Taplen. some.
1: Yeah, I've got some recommendations. If you've never seen This Is a Spinal Tap, you need to sit your ass down and watch it. It's fucking hilarious. You should watch it once without the commentary, watch the whole movie, and then watch it with the commentary because they, yeah, the char- they do it all in character. They do it all in character. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. Uh, watch that, and then if you've never seen Freaks and Geeks. You have to watch Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. If you're interested in music history at all, or just, like, TV history or whatever, yeah. you have to watch Freaks and Geeks. It's so good. So do you have a Led Zeppelin favorite song? I really don't, you know. Um, I, like, I like full albums more. Mm-hmm. I like Rune, Runes, uh, as an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like anything that's got all those, like, you know. I like i like tolkien so yeah yeah i love it's, battle of evermore it's a yeah great, battle of evermore is really cool I, I like anything that's got that very um very high fantasy yeah uh edge yeah or even just viking stuff is very cool yeah. uh because i'm also a huge nerd so yeah. <laughs> i'm super into that kind of stuff
0: when i was when i was a kid um if i passed my sister's bedroom generally speaking she had there was about five albums in rotation <laughs> one of them was that was uh runes yeah um
1: for for lack of a yes yeah.
0: um one of them was aerosmith's toys in the attic wow it was all the time um one of them was uh uh dark side of the moon duh obviously duh
1: we'll get to <laughs> floyd at some point
0: point. <laughs> and um And the soundtrack for Jesus Christ Superstar.
1: Yeah, I know which sister that is. (laughs)
0: Yep. Yep. That was, they were, that's what all she was listening to when I was like eight, nine. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. Yep.
1: Kind of crazy, but cool.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we're at the end here. Yeah. So thanks to Billy Zen for our theme song, Don't I Know You. Thank you, Billy. Thanks to Rachel Karn for our logo.
1: That's me. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Um,
0: don't forget that we have an Instagram, "Tales from the Rockside," and a Facebook.
1: Yeah, I'm officially running the Instagram and half running the Facebook. We're figuring that out right now.
0: Yeah, we we're we're about ready to go on vacation too. Yeah, so we're kind of. I'm feeling uh, real lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll probably do a big push once we get back from. Yeah, once from we vacation. get back, if
1: you start to get like too many notifications from us, uh, <laughs> sucks.
0: <laughs> so please like rate and review us on itunes that's really going to help us a yes. lot we need to start growing a little bit here and, and yes would we'll love some comments that'd yeah. be lovely absolutely tell us what we need to do to improve we appreciate that so mm-hmm. much it, um, if you recommend don't... us to everyone you know yeah. i mean and definitely let us know what like subjects you would be interested oh, yeah. in you can email us and
1: you can email us at RockSideTales at gmail.
0: Thank you, Rachel. Yes. You're welcome.
1: And you can also DM at the Instagram. I'm on the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, shit, you could DM me on my, my own personal Instagram, which is Rach Karn. You can also see artwork on there if anyone's interested. If you're not interested, it's fine. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I did just draw Sailor Moon, though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of I, do you have anything else to plug I don't think I have anything else to plug I don't think so we're gonna be in Disney yes <laughs> so if you listen to the podcast and you see us in Disney that would be fucking cool that would be cool I that don't know how cool. they would recognize us because we're not
0: gonna be wearing like oh yeah logos around or anything
1: okay I'm 5'5 five five. <laughs> 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 we both wear glasses it's starting, it's starting
0: to sound like a personal ad
1: <laughs> if you want to meet us at Disney I'm <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> <coughs> excuse me do you like my sexy voice?
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when you start coughing. Through it's because I started laughing. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening and rock on.
1: Rock on. Oh, we don't have a thing today. No, I just had. I was gonna
0: end it with just rock oh. on. It was getting weird.
1: I liked them. Um. <laughs> Did you I also kind of ran out of lyrics? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. To, we'll do a. We'll do a more. Let's do a real obscure one next time. We'll figure out something next weird. Time. All right. Maybe. Rock on. I guess. Okay. Rock on. Bye.